Welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin. You are joining us for episode 97. I'm so glad you are joining here us here as we take a, just a, a little bit of a deeper look into the Bible each and every uh, week. And then also Fridays, don't forget that uh, most Fridays we release YouTube videos on our YouTube channel. And right now we are in the middle of uh, some updates on uh, my race uh, to help end uh, the water crisis. And so every day in the month of July, I'm running one mile um, in an attempt to run 31 miles this month. And then for every 100 miles, I add five miles to my goal. Uh, and my goal is to raise $500 for Water Mission. Water Mission has been so great, so awesome. Uh, so don't forget to check out an update on the running journey this Friday. But hey, let's dive in. We are in John. We are in part 13. And we are looking at chapter 3, starting in verse 22. It says this, After Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John was also baptizing at Anon, Salim, because there was water that was plentiful there. And people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been put in prison. Now, hold up right there, just a side note. Uh, when it says that in parentheses, for John had not yet been in prison, this implies that the writer, being the other John, knew that John would be put in prison. How would he know that? Well, this goes back to us talking about how this is not a, synop- a synoptic jo- gospel, that, that John was most likely written after the other three gospels. And so this kind of implies that John had already read the other three gospels, and so he knew that John would be put in prison. Now, continuing on. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he's baptizing, and all are going to him. John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him, the one who... as the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. And and I love this moment because uh, John's disciples, they kind of get upset because Jesus is baptizing and everybody's going to Jesus. And they're like, John, this isn't fair. Like You've been doing this a lot longer. And then John says, a person can not receive one thing unless it's given to him from heaven. And I think John knew that God is the one who blesses people's ministries. And if Jesus' ministry was growing, John knew that it was God's will. And there was going to become a time where John knew that Jesus' ministry was going to take over. And so often, especially people in ministry, I, I think we get in this competition mindset where one thing is going well for somebody and not so well for another person. And we think, God, oh, that's not fair. That's not right. But but nothing is given to us. Nothing is given that God has not given himself. And so John's disciples were upset because things, they were changing. They were longing for this day when people would want to hear from John. But but John knew it was so much more about, more than just about him. He knew that, that doing ministry, sharing God's word, wasn't about himself. And I think it's such a great reminder that that 
that as we share Jesus with people, it's not about ourselves. It's not about how many people we get to come to Christ. It's not how many people we baptize ourselves. It's it's this special thing that God has allowed us to do. He has tasked us to do, but it's not about us. He must increase, but I must decrease. It's always been about Jesus. I want to end with just this one, one thought. There is a divine order to God's plan. And John humbly and with joy, he accepted that divine order. And there's a season for everything. And some things come to an end. Some things get paused for a little while. And some things start new. And when you go into those things with the mindset that that God has a plan. And it's not just a regular plan. It's a divine plan. It helps you move into that next season. You know, I was in a season where I would say my the ministry that I was placed in charge of, it was amazing. It was booming. It was growing. And I could talk all day about numbers and not just physical numbers, but spiritual numbers. And, and I'm really proud of that season. But because of some mistakes I made, uh, that season came to an end. And it'd be really quick, easy, I mean, for me to uh, go and say, well, well, I've, I've been restored. I've, you know, I've been repentant and I, I should have my ministry back or a ministry like it back. But that's not God's divine order or his plan right now in my life. And so some days I just have to wake up and I go with the flow of where he's placed me. And I'm so thankful where I am today. And I look back and I and I pray for those that I was over, uh, those who were hurt by me. Uh, but I also know that God, He's in control. And every day I wake up in order to press on. The best thing I can do is say, He must increase and I must decrease. Hey, I can't wait to see you Friday or even next week as we continue our walk through John. Until then, adios.